0: Welcome. I'm back. I know it's been a little minute, but I'm glad I'm here. Uh, once again, this is Speaking the Swing of Swinger, the Podcast. I'm here with the talented joke teller, musician, father, all-in-one, my my man, Ryan Cox. What's going on, man?
1: Hey, Jared. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man.
0: Nice. So glad to have you on. It's been a while. It's been a while for us. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen you in years, 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 so it's good to see you, man.
1: Yeah, you too. I think we did uh, a show in Flat Rock, North Carolina together uh, yeah before the pandemic.
0: Yep, and I was uh that night I was tired as hell. I don't know how I made it through. <laughs> I don't know how I made it through, to be honest with you. I was I was I was running on fumes that, that day, really. So man, but once again, man, thanks for giving me a little bit of your time, man. So yeah, man. My now, Yeah, now I'm gonna start a little different because I didn't know this about you. So I didn't know that you was a musician as well, and you sing and you play drums, and you played a guitar, yeah. and you're just this, I see that. You're just oh. a multi-talented guy. I didn't know you did all that. Now, did that come first, or did the comedy come first, or was it just all bunched up in one?
1: The music came, like, way first. I've been doing music for, like, a long time. I'm, I'm getting old. I've been doing music for, like, 25 years or something. Um mm-hmm comedy for like six or seven years yeah oh yeah yeah because
0: i I started doing music myself when i was like six i started playing drums at six years old and i started and i was was playing drums from six until i was about 18 and i stopped if it if it don't have
1: money involved then i don't do it anymore It definitely does not have money involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I haven't made much money doing comedy yet either. (laughs) Oh,
0: man, I don't don't even do comedy no more. So, uh, Oh, really? Yeah, I don't even do comedy no more. Nope. I'm I'm totally out of the game, man. I'm totally out of the game. I've been out of the game for uh, a few years. Um, I never say never that I'm never going back to it, but, you know – so if I if I get the urge, still uh, you know I still um I still may hit an open mic up every now and then because in Atlanta mm-hmm. it's like an open mic almost on every corner. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> and it's and it's on the outskirts, so all the big ones is more inside the city, like a couple rooms by Peachtree Road, and you know they just, just the big ones is all around the city. Uptown Comedy Theater, you got uh, I live I live right near the Atlanta Comedy Theater, which is it's. I'm going to tell you how Atlanta word things. They say stuff is in Atlanta, but it's really like in yeah. Grenette County or it's in, you know, a whole nother part of town not even close to it. So, uh, so but if I get the urge, I still go out there. I still write jokes every now and then. But it's one of the things that just comes to me. Um, Now, do you remember your first time ever like, you know what? I want to do open mic. I want to see how funny that, that I am, but I know I'm going to be tragically bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought I might be a good, um, but I do. I did. It was at the auditorium. It's like almost seven years ago. And uh, Mm -hmm. it was a lot harder than I thought. I did this thing called Toastmasters. I don't know if you've heard of that before comedy. It's like a public speaking, really supportive club, Mm -mm. with, with mostly like elderly people. And I was so terrified of public speaking that I had to start. At toastmasters uh, really and I, d- I did that and i was like i was crushing it that was really funny so i was like oh i'll just like do comedy now and comedy was like much harder like yeah people don't people don't laugh to be nice you know they'll just stand there and just just for like months and years just like just staring at you not laughing uh, it's hard it's it's hard to come up with material that works it's still hard
0: <laughs> i know it's for me, I always I always struggle with people give you that face and they like, you better be funny and just sit there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you got those people <laughs> that just give you some laughs. just say, oh girl, at least you're up there trying. They clap for you and all yeah. this crap. It's hard. <laughs> it it, it's it's definitely, it is definitely that was that was one of the most hardest things that I ever I, I ever did um and was enough was there ever a turning point for you why you started doing comedy just one of those things where you know what I'm just gonna roll the dice and try because I know what happened on my end I just want to know what your story on it
1: yeah I think it took me like probably like about a year and a half to get like a tight 10 minutes and then I got to do this um this really awesome show at the Gray Eagle Mm -hmm. and I had like my my tight 10 and like people paid for that show So, you know, when people pay for a show, they're more likely to like want to laugh and enjoy the show. Like sometimes at open mics, people are like, well, this is a free show, so I don't even I'm not invested in this. Exactly. I did a show like after about a year and a half with my tight 10. And it was like I did a joke and then I paused and like they laughed at the right places. It took like a year and a half. And I had finally had this one experience where I actually felt what it is to do jokes and get laughs. And uh, it's really nice. And then sometimes. You know, it still goes bad sometimes. A lot of the time, when I'm working on new stuff, so it's 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 hard. It's the hardest thing. It's hard. It's the than hardest music. thing ever. I <laughs> uh, I, I started
0: because I got fired from a job. I got fired from a job. I was going back and forth with some things, and I was like, well, maybe this should be the good time to probably start it, which is probably the worst time to ever start it, but I was like, maybe I, <laughs> maybe y'all should have started, I met my lowest, I, I just got fired, so either they're going to laugh or they're not, it's still, the sun's going to come up tomorrow, and I'm still going to be jobless, you know, mm-hmm. so at that time, that's, that's when I started it, and I had a lot of cuss words, and it was cringy, and it was just like, oh. That how in the world did I even start start this mess with it you know but I, but you know I like your style of comedy though but I just didn't know like you know I guess now you could be kind of known like the um and and don't look at me weird when, it, when when I say his his name for a second but are you on the terms on that path of kind of doing like Bill Cosby jokes, not like put root, not putting roofies in people's stuff, but, you know, the Bill Cosby dad jokes that he was he was telling since you are a father, do you go towards to that ram now? And I'm sure if you are, it's probably a little easier for you, right?
1: Yeah, like um, I love Cosby. I mean, growing up, um, I still think, you know, it's so much amazing material. It's kind of I don't know. It's like Michael Jackson or something. It's like the the greatest music ever. But then there's this other stuff too. Um, so yeah, I like Cosby. I mean, I liked when I started. I liked Louis C.K. a lot too. Yeah, he did like he did like the dad jokes, but he did like a real kind of fucked up version of it. So I like that a lot. I guess he's kind of been canceled now too. Um, so yeah, I liked them a lot. Um, as far as like dad jokes, I don't know. Um, Patrice O'Neal, Norm Macdonald, yeah, uh,
0: all those guys. Man, you man, you 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 saying a few a few legends right now. Um, no, donald was no was real good. Um, He's
1: one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the people that I I laugh the hardest at are people that joke about like really controversial stuff. Like I mean, like like Patrice makes me laugh harder than just about anybody. But. I don't try to do jokes like that because I, I don't know, I don't know. I he can be a
0: little edgy too. Patrice used to be a little edgy too.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I always
0: admire Chris Rock. Chris Rock was always one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, just that, the energy. Yeah, just the energy. And I think for me, sometimes you have you wanna well, I heard this from a friend of mine. He said when you have a comedian, when you have a comedian, you want to have this type of style when you're a comment where other comments can't kind of imitate you so chris rock got that type of voice where you can imitate him and people have imitated him in the past and it's so funny when they do it because Mm -hmm. when you hear chris rock talking in real life he don't talk like that like he do on stage yeah 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 because he got this type of niche to how he do things because you're really really smart to how he know when he's in that zone while he's performing and he know he's in that zone when he's just chilling and sometimes with you know, they could be dark minded. They could be all these types of things, you know, and it just you got to come off with this. You got to give off this act that what people's plan to do. I mean, I don't know if you would do it, but I don't think I'm planning on spending 600 bucks in the nosebleed to hear you tell jokes. I can just go to YouTube and see it for free like six yeah. months later. You know, that that just me, honestly. But uh but, yeah, because, I, cause you know, a lot of people would say, I don't know if you, I don't know, if you know, know this too, but a lot of people would say that you joke on stuff that you know, so it's easier. Because some people don't even write. You know, some people yeah. don't even write. Uh, that was never me. I don't know how your writing schemes are, but I always had to write something, then it leads to something,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Like, um, I... I'm trying to go up on stage now and not know what I'm going to say. Just have like some topics and try to work it, try to write on stage. Correct. But, um, but sometimes it it often doesn't go very well. I'll just write down a bunch of stuff and then I'll get up there and try to like find a punchline in the moment. But a lot of times I don't find it. Uh, but I think that could be kind of interesting too, watching somebody like just struggle on stage. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll write write down jokes, but then try to find my favorite punchlines are the ones I've just found accidentally on stage. Um, but yeah, I like what you're saying about Chris Rock being more of like his personality off stage is pretty chill. But then it's like you got to exaggerate your personality and like amplify it, uh, especially he's doing like giant rooms, so you like he like walks across the stage and shouts. Yeah, and correct. A lot of energy. So yeah, I'm interested in some of that too. Um, I've noticed when I'm trying to work out new material, I'm more likely to start yelling and bring more energy. But once I get like jokes dialed in, I'm kind of more low energy. Um, yeah, because it's kind of because
0: you know, telling the new jokes. you like, I don't know if this will go across. Let me kind of let me kind of say it in my head mm-hmm. as I wrote it down. Um, mm-hmm. I know I did a joke. One, one of my last few open mics that I did probably a year ago. I was talking about I was doing like a quarantine joke or, or something. And I forgot exactly what the joke was, but I got off stage and dude and dude dude came up to me. One of the guys that's, that's in the Laugh call all the time, he came up to me and said, dude, that was a funny set, bro. I said, dude, I've been sitting on this little, this little, I had like four jokes written down, maybe five. I said, I've been sitting on this little thing for about a year and a half. I just never did it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's almost like, so I look at it as like rappers recording like 10 albums, then they die. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's, then it's like it it's like out.
0: lost material.
1: It's it's like really yeah. really like lost lost material. So it's one of those things. But so did you did you know you were going to say that joke that night that you'd written like before? Did you did you prepare or did it just like come to you in the moment? You just thought of it. Um, uh, I had the premise down, but
0: I didn't know how the setup afterwards was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh And I wish I knew the the exact joke. But if a lot of people came to some of my shows when I was doing it, I always had the same starter joke because it worked every room that i I went in yeah um i learned through some veterans that you know a starting joke and you should have a starter and you should have an ending Uh, yeah
1: that's true man because i've been like lately i've been trying to just put all my material aside and write new material so for the last month i've been going up with all new stuff so i don't have that one starter joke that i know is good i'm still trying to find it and Mm -hmm. yeah if you start with a few bad jokes you can see everybody just be like you just kind of lose the trust of yeah it's but it can be fun to try to like win still win them back after they've decided that you're not funny but i agree uh, <laughs> i agree
0: I agree. It's one of the things. <laughs> but with comedy now, it's in a tough, it's in a tough stage right now because you got social media comments out here. Uh, then you got people that's kind of mm-hmm. attacking the comedy. You got the Chris Rock thing. You got the Danger pill thing. You got yeah. uh, the Avery Spears situation right now. That's like the latest thing. Um, you know, are you comfortable up there? Would you need like a bulletproof vest while you up there performing? <laughs> or would you need like a shield? Like, do you feel like somebody you may say something. Somebody may look at you weird. Like, you can't say that.
1: Not, not me so much. Cause I don't think I really upset people as much as uh, other comedians. So I haven't, I haven't seen that in my local scene that I'm active in, but it, it is crazy in the news. I mean, for me, it's more like um, within our comedy scene, what people get offended by, like, you know, I like, I really loved Chappelle's last special. I think he's really funny, like thoughtful mm-hmm. guy, but like if I tell some of my friends that I like him, that guy, they get mad at me. It's like, that's, that's kind of more of the dangerous thing happening now is a lot of people are like, just really upset about, you shouldn't be able to joke about that. Yeah. I mean,
0: to me, I don't, I think, I don't know. If it, I really don't have the answer to if something is off the limits or not. Cause I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe some guys in comedy, they want to be that villain. I, yeah. think, I think Dave Chappelle is a prime example of, I want to be that villain. So let me be that villain so everybody could take shots at me for this, for that. For this, because Louis C.K. was kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K. had a lot of stuff that was like, you know, really, really edgy and, and stuff like that. Even um, – Guy that does the scene, uh, in Greenville or sometimes Asheville, Adam to He he like that. He's very yeah. edgy. He's very edgy, and he says some weird shit all the time. But that's just who he is. You know, yeah. some people like that villain role.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want some of that. Like, I don't, I don't want every comedian to be the villain. But if you're watching like a showcase, it's good to have one just to keep it. You know, you don't, you don't have to agree. I don't have to agree with everyone enjoy Correct. them or you know even if it's not funny to me and i don't agree with it like i don't think they should be silenced like let them get up there let them get up there and try to get laughs if if it's not good people won't laugh like yeah,
0: yeah. i i draw like a dark joke but if you want to showcase and you got like you said you got you got you know five people on the showcase show you got three that's kind of you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the edge you got dark jokes and you in the middle you like oh uh, <laughs> hmm. how yeah. this gonna go you know yeah yeah, They'd be yeah. pissed off at you for a little joke, you know? Yeah.
1: And it's just one of those yeah. things.
0: Now, you ever did like improv, anything like that? Or you ever did like any play stuff?
1: I know. I did. I went to one improv thing and I was like, man, I'm just, I'm not like this, like a team supportive kind of the improvers or their own, like, yay, we're all going to support each other. It's great. But I, I like to just be up there alone. And if it works, I did it. And if I fail miserably, it's on me. Yeah. I like that. I like just going it alone. <laughs> I look at it as like
0: improv and uh I look at it, I compare improv and stand-up to like boxing and uh UFC. Hmm. I look at it, they they're they're kind of the same, but then they're kind of different. Which one
1: like boxing is uh like improv or
0: well how I look at it is 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 this is that when you do even though both, even though boxing and UFC is still just you in a, in a cage, it's still just that one, one person in the cage. So that's, but that's a little different, but when I say it's different to where they both got similarities, like, mm-hmm. cause with, with, with comedians, they still coming off with stuff off the cuffs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and they still coming off, you know, just hearing that they just boom, boom, boom improv, you bouncing off the other person. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 But, where do I think it differs, how boxing the UFC differs, is that when let's just say, let's just say it may be, to me, it may be in a way to where it may you on the stage, you 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 on the stage or you own a theater setting or whatever, to the point where sometimes you don't have people to bounce off of. You know, and then sometimes you do. So what I'm saying is bot said you kind of got that person Throw in the tower of the da da da. da. UFC, you just like whatever. Mm-hmm. If if his if, if his ass can't see, then fight over. You know, it just whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just it just whatever. I, I did an acting class, I think I did one acting class um a while ago, like wow, 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 wow ago um i want to try another one here soon just to see um mm-hmm. atlanta got them on every corner but they're it's really high-level. expensive over every corner
1: yeah
0: um you know so it just it just for me it just you know i just i just got to see how, how my day goes and, and and stuff like that but even though i'm not in the comedy like doing it no more i'm still a huge fan i, I still follow it i still see who's coming to town. Um, yeah you know I, I i still check check all the boxes with who i want to see who i don't want to see pretty much i try to i try to go out to local company when i when i can because to me some local people is better than the the big oh, high yeah. price people
1: you know yeah especially in atlanta yeah for sure
0: but but yeah. also too with with the with with atlanta being with there's so many with so many like comedians man it's just like God, it's almost like it's almost like just as many as, as real estate agents in Atlanta than it is comedians. It's like you got one on every corner, just like you got one every corner of real estate agents. Like, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's really yeah. – it's, really it's It's just crazy. It's just crazy. But, but local is kind of a way to where I go.
1: I don't know. Um, I think it actually – I have some people that come up there uh, a lot, right? Yeah, we have a lot of people that come up from South Carolina. It, it's nice here, though, because it's not – if you, we have open mics like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and there's, there's an audience there. It's not just comedians. So mm-hmm. and like I've gone to big cities sometimes and I'll go do a mic and it's like hundred percent of the room is just comedians waiting to go up, uh, which is really weird. That's a, that, not,
0: Yeah. I hate that. That's it's, kind of intimidating too. Greenville had the same thing happening for a little minute too.
1: Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not trying to tell jokes just for other comedians that are waiting for their turn to go up and thinking about their set. I want to like tell them to normal people that are there to see a comedy show and just laugh or not laugh. Correct.
0: I uh, dig you may yeah. have people in the corner stealing your jokes
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. There's always that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. What can you do? <laughs> yeah. You, you can't,
0: you can't, you can't go. They said Robert real, you steal jokes all the time. That's what they said know mm-hmm. what they said back in the day. Um, so now what's your music thing, let's go back to your music thing for, for, for a second. Now, is that something you just do for fun or is it just one of those things where, you know, I may go play at a wedding or I may go play, you know, over here, every blue moon? Is it like a serious thing?
1: It You know, like I'm like 43 now. When I was in my 20s, I was like trying to make it as a musician. And now I just kind of play for fun. Like I make an album every year. It's kind of like therapy, just getting getting my feelings out there mm-hmm. and me and my wife are playing in a band now called the golds where I play drums and she plays electric guitar and sings. And we're playing some shows Oh wow! Uh, out there, but it's like, I don't know, at this point it's all just, I'm not trying to get to any um, like level of fame or I just am glad to be doing it like music and comedy. I just, I, I like being an artist. I like being in a community of people that are creative. I like performing. I like to write something and then get up on stage and try to get it to work and then when it works, that's just the best feeling. So yeah, I do it, but I'm not, you know, I got good. kids, I got a day job. I'm not trying to like correct. Oh no, I get it. it. Yeah. Oh, I get it. It's
0: not it's not enough time in the day. I, I get that oh uh, wholeheartedly. Have you but uh, I love it though?
1: I do take it seriously and I wanna be as, as good as I possibly can at playing the drums and a comedy. I mean, I love it. I I just mm-hmm. No one, no one pays me for it, so I have to do other well,
0: things. Music, man, look, entertainment is one of the things, man. Entertainment is, it's, it's a hard, it's a, you always got to be yeah. at the right place at the right time.
1: Yeah, so much you know? competition. Like Asheville is, is full of musicians that are really good that will play for free or for very little. So it's just there's so much competition. Uh, it's hard to make money. It's
0: the it's the exposure. It's the exposure that you try to get for yourself, you know. But have you ever tried to use like the the guitar act like on stage before? Because I see a lot of content yeah, before. I do
1: you have. Okay, I do that sometimes. It kind of works weirdly well. Um, yeah, people ask me to do that more sometimes. I do feel like it's a little corny sometimes, like the, the dad with the acoustic guitar you know, selling jokes. It's different. I don't like to do it too much because I think it can. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It, it does, that's true. Like, that's the best compliment I've gotten is people say I really stand out when I have a guitar. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, I'm kind of like a tall, skinny, white dude in this 40. There's like there's always like five guys that look just like me at a comedy show and I don't <laughs> I don't stand out, you know. But when You're I have a right. guitar, it's like, oh, it's the guitar guy. Like I had there's a yeah. thing that <laughs> people You remember. got you
0: got this thing, uh, you got that gimmick. So it's like, yeah. like you can have like let's say you own like 10 people and eight was bad and you and another person was good, they could say, but that dude with the guitar was like Funky. Yeah. They don't know your name, but they know you to do with the guitar, yeah. you know, whatever. So I always thought it's almost to me. It's almost like having those uh, what you call them, people with the puppets, the 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 tell. I can't say the word right. I ain't finna mm-hmm. fuck up that, that that word. But you know, people with the puppets, and I forgot what the comedic name that that have it all the time. But it's kind of like that. You kind of get yeah, that yeah. type of feel for it. yeah, with the guitar.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I seen Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler had a guitar sometimes yeah. when he on stage too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Are you familiar with um, Craig Robinson, the actor? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because he—if you watch his stand-up, um, you know he—he he sits down at a keyboard, and sometimes, sometimes he doesn't even really play it. He can play it really well, but mm-hmm. just he, just the fact that he's sitting at a keyboard, it kind of creates this weird tension. And sometimes he'll just do these little like video game sound effects. But, <laughs> but I, I haven't seen it. Though. I'm going to have to go look at. it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, he has like a Def Jam from back in the '90s where he's like. He's just sitting there at the like really deadpan at the keyboard. Um, it's it's really funny. So I kind of try to do it like that sometimes where like you don't even necessarily have to play the guitar much, just mm-hmm. you just hold it and strum a little chord, and it's just it creates this weird people are like, What's gonna happen next? You know, yeah. This is kind of making you're making me wanna I'm gonna do a mic tonight. I'm like, maybe I should bring the guitar out. Maybe I should
0: Hey man, you <laughs> might as well. Hey look, man, you, you might as well. I mean, what they gonna do, boo? What they gonna do? <laughs> They say, Rod, you suck. What else are they going to do?
1: Yeah, it is nice to stand out because sometimes people will like – there's another comedian named Blaine that looks like me, and people will be like, give me compliments that were intended, intended for him. Um, Correct. So yeah, yeah, I should use the guitar. This is a man, good way to – Man,
0: go ahead and use that out. guitar, man. Go ahead use the guitar. <laughs> I read something uh, not too long ago – or not really. I saw a video. I didn't know how you felt about this. But uh, every speaker said that he – does it? He said when he go to a city and he have a opener. He said his opener have to be white. Hmm. He said if it have he, to have to be white. Then somebody asked him and explained to him why he got to have a white opener. He said because which I get. I, what I'm about to tell you, I get what he's saying, but you also can't box everybody the same, too. Is he Is he a white guy or is he – Eric Spence is black. Okay. Eric okay. Spence is black. He was on that show, Mad TV, back in the day. You okay, remember so Mad black, you remember, Yeah. But he
1: and, wants his opener to be white. Well, open to be white.
0: And he said the reason why is because you get black comedians that, that, that may open – and then may do a whole bunch of black-white jokes, or there may be nigga this, nigga that. They may do this, they may say that. And he said he think that's kind of too much for an audience at one time, because because mm. he's a black, you know, hairliner or whatever. And I guess he's gonna come with the same, you know, thing or whatever. Yeah. So I said, well, I get what he's coming from, but every community is not the same
1: yeah you know yeah it's just yeah it's just still be different i mean i guess maybe you don't want a comedian that has the same energy as you and but i mean like sometimes i'll get booked on a show and i'll see the flyer for the show and it'll be like just four white dudes and i'll be like that's that's not good you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, there's like that's it's like it's 2022 it's just like no one wants that you know it's like, there's no lady there's nobody it's just like four white dudes it's like this is probably going to be a bad show because it's like you know (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yeah you look at you're like uh you know it's like four dudes like oh man all this privilege is sure as hard i
0: know
1: right you're like oh man we all gonna be the headliners today (laughs) <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> yeah i think it's probably worse the other way where it's like you know i think a good show you do have kind of some different perspectives um yeah but yeah, yeah. all the reason I why
0: mean, all, well, all the reason why it came back up because i from the uh post comedians in charlotte that you may know uh you may have seen them in shows and been part of their shows, but they do comedy zone stuff a lot. It's the it's the it's the girlfriend and the boyfriend. I forgot their their names. Um, okay. I forgot their names. You'll probably know
1: if you see them. The the white dude and the black girl. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's Blair and yes. um I think the guy's named Ryan actually. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, yeah.
0: Cause I I want to say Eric Spitz came up there and this is mm-hmm. what I, I, I could be totally wrong, but I think I heard that she wanted to open, but he said no to her, but said yes oh. to Ryan oh that's weird yeah because yeah
1: at least you have different gender so correct you know, yeah right. yeah
0: yeah and but right. this was this was so long ago this was probably years ago and right. so when somebody brought it back up their story came to my head again I was like I think I heard that before you yeah. know they they does that which you know people get it's whatever you know it just to me I just don't like kind of putting everybody in the same box thinking yeah. every, every black comedian is the same and that's not true
1: yeah that does seem yeah a little biased um like I don't, I was listening to a podcast with like Anthony Jesselneck. you know, he writes those like really short, like dark jokes. Mm-hmm. He was saying when he goes on tour, he hates it when the opener does the same kind of jokes as him. Like he does these really short, like edgy jokes. And he wants like, you know, a lady talking about her kids or something. Cause you just want, when one comedian ends, you want the next comedian to get up and just bring a different habit, just change um and not but, not feel the same um if that's the but, case but though, i mean that's not to say no nah, go ahead go, go, nah, go ahead i was gonna say but that's you know you, you shouldn't assume that like you know every black dude's gonna get up and like have the same life experiences and perspective mm-hmm. or, or a joke writing style so yeah it is you're presuming a lot there
0: <laughs> but my thing is how did a comedian know that comedian is gonna say some of the same things that he's saying or similar like how does he know that to be like i don't want to to, tell the same type of me because you got one-liners you got storytellers you got yeah yeah you got people that cuss every other word you got people that don't cook that don't cuss at all you got you know you got somebody like gary owen and that's part of the black culture so he has been to a lot of black events. like you got different people for different races with different things so it's like yeah, if 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 you're a one-liner and he's a one-liner, then it's kind of like why you just didn't bring your own opener with you. Yeah. You know, that's how I look at it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it's like it's almost like having two point guards on the same floor at the same time. That ain't gonna mesh together. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's why I like open mics, because like even though a lot of the show is bad, it's like, it's just five minutes and then something different. Like, I think an audience likes it to just change, um, change as much as it can. Correct.
0: Uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. So what you got going on next with you, man? What you got going on in the future with you?
1: Oh, man, like right now, I'm really trying to do this thing I've I've said I'm going to do for like the last, since I started comedy, whereas I put all my material aside and try to write it again, you know, it's taken me like, seven years to get like my 20 30 minutes that's tight mm-hmm. and i've been doing those jo- i've been doing those jokes so much and i'm really just kind of tired of doing them so mm-hmm. what i'm trying to do is like is like start again like i'm really trying to it took me like seven years to get my 30 minutes first 30 minutes maybe i can do my next 30 minutes in like one year or two years so i'm really trying to like people, don't realize, on people it. don't
0: realize how long that actually takes to get
1: oh yeah it, it takes it's, it's brutal you come you have like 10 new jokes and like nine of them you think they're all funny and it turns out only one of them is and then you gotta Mm -hmm. like find the tags on it Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to like really lean into that because there's there's like a lot of new comics in our scene and it's like you kind of want to keep your spot as like an experienced comic so it's like i can make this crowd laugh with my material that i know it works or i can get up and maybe bomb but take the risk to try something new and i'm trying to really be brave and really just commit to like i'm gonna be worse for a while but i'm gonna figure out how to do it again so that's kind of my goal is just to to come up with another 20 that's more evolved with where I'm at now and I hope it doesn't take too long Um, oh but but you've been
0: in the game now for a little minute now so it 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 shouldn't take you that long no more
1: I hope so yeah because I've noticed (laughs) that if I keep if I keep doing like the old jokes then it's like I'm just not growing as much yeah the old jokes do get bored
0: you're right about that
1: yeah, like you, I don't have the same feeling when I'm saying I'm like if, if you said a joke like you know 300 times, um, so uh, exactly yeah, no. sometimes sometimes it goes real bad though. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> and p- people are like, "I thought you were good." You're like, "Well, it's new material." It's, yeah,
0: yeah, new material, <laughs> new, new material time can make you or break you because you just don't know. Yeah, you, you just don't know, you just don't know. So you yeah. say I got to open mic tonight.
1: Yeah, there's one I haven't been to yet at the Root Bar. It's the Sunday mics. I'm gonna to try to hit that one up. I'm trying to go out three three times a week. Okay, um, so that's like that's my goal is just to hit three mics a week. I don't even really want to do shows right now. I want to hit the mics because at mm-hmm. shows I just do my material that I've done a bunch, mm-hmm. and I want to like want to write some new stuff. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'll go out, I'll go out each week, like I've got my new material, I'm gonna do it, and I'll get my ass kicked and then I'll be like, Oh, maybe I should quit. That was pretty painful. But then yeah, start right. you know, trying to punch up the jokes and write over the weekend and then go back out. So it's, it's trying to find the rhythm of it. <laughs> yeah, because some of your best jokes can come from you
0: just sitting there, you just be like, Oh, yeah. that may they may be fly. Then you like, let me get like a hundred more of these, I'll be fine. I'll be in the game.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, sometimes I'll, like, wait. I'll be like, I haven't written anything new yet, so I'm going to wait till I write something new. But I think if I go out and bomb really hard, like, the shame of bombing kind of makes me write more because mm-hmm. I, I, know, I know I'm know i going to be back out, in like, in four days, and I'm like, man, that was so B- painful. Oh, bombing is the worst. <laughs> bombing is the worst. Yeah, everyone, just everyone watching you, just, like, not be good at comedy. <laughs> and what people don't realize this oh. is, too, is that you could tell a joke at
0: one spot one night Everybody laughed, and the next night, yeah. everybody quiet. Can't hear a pan drop. You're like, I just did this last night, the same way. Yeah, I know. It's like, what? What happened? Yeah that,
1: yeah, that is weird. It's so weird. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a great crazy thing to try to do. Yeah, I, I, I like that. The, the um, like, my ego wants to do well, but I'm trying to like push that down and try to grow. You know, I'm interested in like trying to find new new kinds of jokes and new ways to write. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah, man. Once again, man, I appreciate you coming on today, man. Yeah, man, anytime. Very funny, very talented. Mr. (laughs) Ryan Cox, man, I appreciate you coming through, brother.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jared. No problem, man. All right. Appreciate it. Peace, man.